welcome everybody to episode 113 of the Circle Back Podcast, the show where three great friends get together and talk about video games. My name is Dan Dufernoy. I just like hiccuped in the <laughs> middle of that. My name is Dan Dufernoy. Dan Hiccup Dufernoy. And I am joined by Dan LaMarca. Dan, how are you, my friend? Doing great, Dan. Thank Dan, you for asking. On behalf of the Circle Back community, I just want to say congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Papa LaMarca over here. Yes, it's been amazing. Um, it's pretty wild. They they, they tell you, you, you you don't know like what it's like until you've done it, and that's kind of like eh, hand wave it away. Yeah, but man, having a baby is a is some experience. I will say, I gotta say, couldn't couldn't be uh, happen to a better couple. So I ah, appreciate we're that, happy buddy. for you, man. Definitely. And congrats, uh, congrats. thank you, thank you. And we're joined by Shelby White. Shelby, how are you, my what friend? Is popping guys any any in the, any kids in the development we uh <laughs> absolutely as not. things looking over by you bud absolutely not it's like you're gonna be on the polar opposite side <laughs> it was funny dan said yeah you should probably be having kids soon too right dan i was like uh yeah soon <laughs> as long as marissa's not listening to this podcast anyway someone clipped this for her <laughs> Dan, we're very happy for you, and I'm just happy to be Thank back you. with both of you guys, Shelby, Dan. It's good to have the three of us together again. Agreed. And we're the three best friends that anybody. Has <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you so laid it up. <laughs> that's it. So uh, let's start the show as we always start the show, and let's talk about what we've been playing. And it seems like we've been playing a lot of games. Yeah. Well, Dan, I don't want you to bury the lead here too much. I heard uh, thanks to our buddy Ralph. Uh, listener of the show, uh, you were able to acquire a PlayStation Five. So you know what? Yeah, I was going to save this for last because I was the most <laughs> excited to say it. But first, let me just put it out there, Ralph. I know you listen to the show. Uh, I mean, sincerely, thank you. I, I really couldn't have done this without Ralph. Ralph went out of his way. Um, he he procured a, a PlayStation Five for me, and he was absolutely amazing about Don't it. Don't ask how he did it. I'm not going to ask how he did it. I'm just thankful that I now have it in my possession. So, Ralph, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Couldn't have done it without you. And I it have it pretty, my... Sounds like he gave you a kidney or something. Yeah. It, it felt like it. it. It felt like it a little bit as he passed me the box. I was like, this is important. This is like, this is a big day. Uh, I and remember it... uh, I saw him, I saw him not too long ago and... Um, he was asking about like PlayStation Five games that we have played, and I was like, "Ah, Dufernoy hasn't gotten one yet." He's like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "I'll get him one right now." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He was like, "Oh, I'm always up to date on that stuff. I know uh, when they're coming out." <laughs> and Ralph, then next time, I like sent you something, and you were like, "Nope, Ralph already hooked it up." I was like, Damn, he's good. I, he's good. I appreciate Dan Shelby. You both were looking after me, uh, you know, trying to help me get it, and I uh, thank you guys. And Ralph, I thank you, man. And what was so perfect about it is the day that I got it. So we're recording this on a Wednesday. I got it so just this Sunday. So I didn't get to do too much, but it was like a rainy Sunday. There was nothing that you can do. I got it early, like nine o'clock in the morning. I literally sat in my basement for like twelve hours <laughs> with the PlayStation Five, just drooling the entire time. So I don't. So want... what did you play on it? Start with that. All right. So let's start. I played Astro's Playroom. I, okay. I I started it and I beat it, and I I absolutely love it. Astro's Playroom, it was a game that it was already downloaded when you get the system. Um, we all love Astrobot uh, Rescue Mission. This is a little bit different. Um, it's because it's not a VR game, but it is a platformer. Um, and it's just a joy, man. I was smiling the entire time. Uh, you know, uh, 
it's just incredible. My favorite thing, part about the game is I love all the Easter eggs, like trying mm-hmm. to find all these little hints where they would they would take the Astrobot character and they would dress them up as you know a classic PlayStation uh, character from a franchise, whether it's you know Solid Snake or The Last of Us, or, Hunter you know, and Bloodborne. Hunter from Bloodborne. My favorite, I think, if I had to pick my favorite, because it's like such an obscure, like hidden. Uh, one is where you go into this little cave area and you see a little coffin and when you knock it, Alucard pops out. So good. <laughs> he like combs his hair. <laughs> he like, yeah, he yeah. like combs his hair a little bit. He looks at a clock and then he goes back into the coffin. <laughs> um, so good. I beat that game that day because uh, it's just, it's fun. Um, and But what I love about it, it's a collect-a-thon where there's so many puzzle pieces that you can get artifacts from the PlayStation that you can collect. I'm, I'm super psyched to go back in and just try to find everything. Um, so Astro's Playroom is, is a lot of fun and awesome, and really a perfect way to showcase how mm-hmm. cool this remote is. I mean, areas where it's raining and you literally feel like the pitter patter of rain, like in your, you know, your remote control. And I then mean, it changes to hail and you feel the difference. Insane. <laughs> so cool. Insane. Or when you're like a rocket ship and you got to like really hit Power that thruster. Yeah. Like stuff like that is just very, very cool. And Astro's Playroom is a great showcase for that. But it is also just a joy if... You you know if you're like me and grew up with all these games and the PlayStation you know playing through the game will just put a smile on your face and make you feel very very old. <laughs> Double edged sword of nostalgia. Exactly, but um, it's, and, a, it's a tremendous game. Like you said, it's a perfect showcase for. Well, they couldn't have chosen a better mascot to showcase like the new system and everything. I think you know and. Uh, and I'm so happy you finally got one and you're finally able to oh, play no. it. I feel, like, I feel like it's such a sm- short experience, but at the same time, I was the same way. I was like glee ridden the whole time. Right? I was yeah. You're the whole time. And uh, I hope Astrobot, you know, and when we get to the PS10, right? I mean, I, I hope Astrobot, <laughs> we, we say him in the same breath as like a Crash Bandicoot or a Sly Cooper or a Jack and Daxter or a Ratchet and Clank. Wait, segue. <laughs> Speaking of Ratchet and Clank. I have so played Ratchet. <laughs> I, I was planning that. I was plotting that one. We know for a while. <laughs> I think I was in my shower this morning, and I said, "I know what I'm going to say." <laughs> um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So that's I haven't been able to play much, but I have played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, I'm maybe about three, four hours into the game. Um, You've been to a few different worlds. I've been to a few different worlds. Where are you at? Um, I'm playing. I don't. Is it spoilers? Can we? No, it's okay. I'm playing as Rivet, and I did the whole area where you take uh, Clank to the um, her workshop, and then you go to the first planet. Like okay, after that. Yeah. So you know, what is that? Three hours, four hours, and I think it yeah. said my progress is like a twelve percent or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but the same way that I feel about uh, Astro's Playroom, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is just you know it's just a joy to play. It, it's it's a great technical showcase of the ps5 not only just in the graphic department but also just you know gameplay wise it feels very smooth it feels nice i love all the different weapons um that you can acquire and purchase um some of the you know when you have to ride that slug looking thing and Mm -hmm. like it's fun um i'm enjoying it i'm looking forward to play more of it i don't have uh too many more in-depth thoughts on it just because i'm i feel like i'm so early in it but you know the 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 tone and the, and the feeling that I'm getting from playing it is just it's like it's a fun, enjoyable experience, you know, and and I'm having a good time with it. Awesome. Yeah, it's a good game. So that's all I've been playing. But I literally got the PS5 thanks to Ralph. So I feel like I feel like I won this episode. So <laughs> sayonara. <laughs> digital you know, digital or the uh, disc version? It's uh, the disc version. 
Nice. And it came club. two <laughs> controllers, man. Um, it came with uh, Ratchet and Clank, and it came with um, Spider Man, the Miles Morales. Oh, um, nice. Oh, uh, you had that one though, right? Right. You I already played that, that but hey, no, no complaints, man. But um, I was just telling Dan, <laughs> Very true. it's Sell a game. It and get Demon Souls. <laughs> There you go. And maybe this is be another good segue is that I have Returnal literally sitting on my bed right now as we speak. So I just want you to know that this is how much I care about the show, that it came today and I came here to do this show <laughs> while Returnal is waiting in bed for me. Wow. The Very other woman nice. is waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but Shelby, I know you've been playing Returnal. Yeah, so that the segues pretty well there. that's a pretty and good segue I'm, too. Uh, man, what have you been up to man <laughs> i've been plotting the new man <laughs> um all right so here's what i'm gonna say about returnal and i i've played very little of it i've done maybe two or three runs and i like it a lot but i'm already afraid because i know that a, I, it's just one of those games that i'm not going to stick with in the same way that i wasn't able to like get through Hades last year and i'm so like i'm i really want to play it over and over again but i know that i know in my mind that those games like roguelites where you're just beating your head against a wall going okay let me do it again let me do it again and do it again and do it again. Like I love it at first, and then I get bored of it. And so I'm I'm taking it slowly with that game because I don't want to I don't want it to run its course through my my play style uh, right. too quickly. Mm-hmm. So there's, so there's... I really like what I've played so far. That's, That's good to hear. I want to say one thing, and if you want to know nothing about Returnal, to me this is not a spoiler. But if you want to know nothing, like I know Ralph's playing it now. Skip ahead 60 seconds. This is a very minor thing. The thing that I would say is even if you don't think you're going to get to the end of this game by the end of the year, there is a point that you should get to. And it's after you beat the third boss. Okay. So, like, okay. my my thing and a little something that I'm going to tell you that is going to help you feel a little bit better about it. You haven't beaten a boss yet, right, Chubb? No, I've literally done like two runs. I made yeah. it pretty far through the second run, I think, but no. So after you beat a boss and go to the next area, you basically don't need to get the key to open that door to go to the next area on the next run. So oh, it okay. makes the runs, like you, if you can find the room that teleports you to the next area, right? then you can just bypass most of that first world and then same goes for the second world after you beat the second boss so like i just want you to know that ahead of time because it can be like kind of it can be like kind of daunting so knowing that it's not right from scratch every time and when you do beat a boss you do make progress like that's important to know like it is definitely i mean it's still a run you know like it, it, it has that dna in it but I think sometimes it can feel like, holy shit, like, you know, <laughs> this is like overwhelming. So I'm just going to put it to the side, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I know that that's how I, I always end up with games like that. So that's why I'm taking it slowly. And I yeah. was like, all right, let me do a couple runs here and a couple runs there. And I just haven't gotten back to it. I, I think I started playing it yesterday. Okay. And, um, but yeah, I got to the first boss and he whooped my ass. And that's when I kind of put it down. And I was <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> I was like, it took me a little while to get to this guy. I'm going to put this down for a second. Dude, um, the, the boss designs but, in that game, I could, I just can't wait for you to see some of them. Like, it is just such, like, I love that game so much. It is so well made, so well designed. Like I said, it's I'm loving it so far. It's 
beautiful first of all like yep. this is oh my god it looks so good i love even when you do die and it's like you come back they give you little flashback little flashback but mm-hmm. it's it, i mean the the couple of times i've done it it's it's been slightly different so i was like oh that's pretty cool you know it's not they, the exact same thing they do some cool stuff with that it's yeah. a cool game i it's, really I, yeah. i'm definitely gonna continue playing i'm definitely gonna enjoy it so um thank you for that heads up though that that eases my my mindset a little right. bit. right that's why i like to tell I, I would like you know i thought of it i was like oh people should know this because it really can feel overwhelming Daunting. if you don't know that you do make progress when you beat right, the boss. Right, right. Um, but yeah, Returnal, pretty good game. Yeah, I'll, listen, oh, yeah. I'm on it. Next episode, I'll have uh, I'll have played it at least a little bit. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I don't have a segue for this, but um, <laughs> I want to talk about Death Store. I listened to the last episode, and um, you both were playing uh, Death Store, and you had a lot to say about it. Um, a lot of good things to say about it. Um, Dan, I know you beat it. I would like to hear what you guys are. Uh, yeah, Shelby also beat it. I heard. Oh no, kidding! Oh, I, man. I've beaten it as well. I know that there's uh, like more to it too. I like, did it. Did you do it? I yeah, didn't do that. I did it. I, I did the I true ending. Got to that point, I I hit the certain thing at the end of the game, and I was like, I just I I can't do it. <laughs> it feels like homework, so uh, it's hard for me to like recommend doing it. I really like the true ending, and I like the boss fight that's involved. Obviously, no spoilers, right. but it does feel like homework, and you're bouncing, you know, without the map and without like, like I basically just followed a video walkthrough of like it. where to go, and it's like, why am I even, you know what I mean? Like it kind of was one of those. Where I'm like, yeah. but, but it's easier fun. And I think uh, I think Ralph did it on Twitch. So if anybody wants to watch it, I think you could do oh, that. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's probably what I'm gonna do. <laughs> um, but, so what uh, you, yeah, what are your final thoughts about the game? It is. Uh, it's one of my favorite games of the year so far, hands down. Uh, I loved it. I loved everything that I said about it in the beginning, um, or last time we we talked about it, continued raining through with me. You know, like I I started uh, playing again right after we talked. I think I did the next world, and then just the other day I did the last world and and everything else. That final boss battle is just immaculate. So and, good. Oh my god, dude! I. I love this game so much. The the qualms that I have with it are this basically the exact same things we talked about last yep. time. I uh, 100% with agree. Map, yeah, with the lack of a map system in it, but everything else was like, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was so good. And did uh, you? Yeah, I, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, did you do any of the? Did you end up powering up any of your four sub items? I did. I did three of them. Oh, you did. Okay. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. That the, the way that you really find cool. little secret bosses. And they upgrade your, you know, they give a little extra functionality to your weapons. Yeah, that was super cool. Like, uh, well, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, we shouldn't spoil it, but I just thought it was neat. Super cool. Yeah, I did three of the four. And not for lack of trying. I just couldn't beat the fourth guy. I I was like, what the hell? Why why can I not do this? Yeah, they're Um, tough. But yeah, man, everything you get. I mean, in in a true Zelda-like form, it was acquire this item, get through the boss, Yep. most likely using this item and and now have it go back to your hub world and move around and find different things you know like it was and that's what i loved about it um and it became obvious with one of the items like as i was going through and uh th- like going through the hub world now i was like all right i'm definitely going to get this kind of item because mm-hmm. i cannot get over there <laughs> and it oh, was like it was one of those things in the game and, oh my god it was so good but <laughs> uh but yeah man i'm, I'm not kidding i even though I had 
like uh, certain things I didn't like about this game that I thought they should have added, could have made it better. I yeah. absolutely loved everything that I did like about the game. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that it gets stronger as it's going, which is something I didn't expect. And I was very pleasantly surprised that like final, like the icy area was super good. The boss there was really good. And then the, the boss, like it just kept ramping up in like a really interesting way. Yeah. Um, and then really, like I said, that true ending, that final boss and that like I was... The thing that surprised me, like it had this game has like a silly sense of humor and it's like really funny at times, but it, but the writing and the story that it's trying to tell is actually really good, and yeah. and it, with the true ending especially, I mean, you get glimpses of it in the last two boss battles and like what that's all about, but the true ending, like that whole thing, there's a lot of really interesting story stuff going on, and and I was pretty blown away. This game, it's top five for me of the year and and you know even though there aren't a lot of big triple a games there are a lot of big indie games that i really love so for this to make top five for me i'm really i'm really high on it yeah i'm in the same boat right there with you it's definitely in my top three probably and that's lack of playing a a lot of games this year really and uh yeah now i gotta go watch that uh that all that not alternate but that true yeah you should you should definitely see it it's really really cool yeah i was blown away the second to last boss like yep oh that one was yep. so cool you know? love it so, check our oh, check our uh, <laughs> we keep like a uh game of the year like spreadsheet where we just like throw nominees in and on like best <laughs> boss battle i was like in best moment oh, i'm like man. throwing all the death so, store stuff in there uh, i gotta get on so this game. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah you no, gotta you, play it it's very right, good uh, you gotta get in there it's yeah get an xbox yeah <laughs> <laughs> now that you have ps5 get a friggin' xbox <laughs> Uh, but yeah death's door all right i'm on it i'm on it guys agreed um shelb i'm curious i see you've been playing uh genesis noir shelby is this your first time playing genesis noir you know what i here's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna keep this very brief all right keep it brief i i played like the first half hour of the game maybe a month or two ago and then had some time recently so i decided to pick it back up um, I abandoned the game. I, I cannot make it through. This game just is doing nothing for me. And uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to continue to play it. I just, I got so, I was literally falling asleep while playing it because it just wasn't clicking with me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's nothing to, like, I really like the art style and everything. It's just nothing about it is, is keeping me going. I'm just doing these mundane point and clicks and, and these like easy puzzle i don't even know if they're puzzles but like whatever you want to call it and uh on the outside i'm like all right this is cool you know a little murder mystery going on in this noir world that this art style is fantastic but then like i get 20 minutes in and i'm like oh my god i i want to play something else (laughs) and uh and i just i couldn't do it so i'm gonna leave leave that game to you guys for end of the year stuff because i just i can't get through it all right (laughs) Yeah, Shelby. Shelby, Shelby, lo- Shelby does not like games that aren't fun to play. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's not fun to play. And at it's all. not fun it's to play. It's really not fun to <laughs> play. I don't think any all. of us would say that game is fun to play. <laughs> it is not a fun game to play. Like I really want to get through it too. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I like reading all the Big Bang stuff that's going on, but the, like all the stuff in between to get to it with each chapter, I'm just like, my God, shit. <laughs> Please let me be Miss Mask because I am so done with this. Yeah, I gotta say, Shelby, you're not wrong though. You're not that's, wrong. That's the mm. thing. We, this game can exist in a universe where like. It's like it can be good, but also like everything that you're saying is absolutely on point. It's true. I would agree. Uh, you know what? And I hate to say it because it's like uh, on the outside, I'm totally intrigued by it. Like I said, the murder mystery with this awesome art style. And I'm like, all right, I, I could be about this. And mm-hmm. and it starts up with the whole Big Bang stuff and, and life existing and the start. And I'm like, this is cool. I like this. And then... I just can't get through it. I don't know. That's, that, that's it. That's Genesis Noir for me. There you Genesis go. Noir. Genesis that's it. Noir. The, the beginning and the end. Okay. <laughs> the alpha and the, the omega. Alpha, exactly. <laughs> um, Dan, a game you were playing last week, uh, The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Yeah, I put Talk a ton more time into yeah. it. I'm really loving it. I'm now, I've beaten three of the five cases, and they're broken up into like separate chapters, basically. Like there's story interconnecting, and it's the same characters and stuff, but you're going to different areas and it's it's pretty cleanly broken up um i just love it it's great it's super well written it's funny as hell uh the thing that my my only complaints about it are the complaints that you would levy at any ace attorney game the it's a little verbose when it doesn't need to be it's kind of like um anyone that watches anime right an explanation of how something came to be is like is like five minutes longer than it should be mm. because it's like they want to explain every little detail and like wait a second do you mean and then they'll repeat it back to them you know what i mean uh and this this suffers from that but i, I you f- mean you put peanut butter and jelly on a sandwich <laughs> wait did he just say yeah. jelly and peanut butter so that's like kind of what we're dealing with here but the characters are amazing. I love the mu- the music is incredible, and the storyline overall. Like I'm just adoring it. Like it's it's really really great. I pretty much, you know, since since the babies come, uh, I, I haven't been playing Pokemon Unite because you can't pause it. So mm-hmm. I've been I've been exclusively on the Switch because the Switch is so good to play. With babies? You know, with babies. Yeah, you get the baby laying on you while you have the switch. You're also just trying to groom her to become a lawyer. That's what you're doing. I mean, listen, my guy has shouted, objection, many times. Uh, (laughs) That'd be her first word. (laughs) Objection. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I've honestly been loving this game. It's very long. I think I'm, I I must have put 15, 20 hours in. Holy smokes. And I've beaten three of the the five. Oh, wow. but I'm loving it. Like it's really, really good. Um, nice. So yeah, that's that's something I'll be sticking with and finishing through for sure. Now, Dan, you've also played The Ascent. Yes, and Shelby dabbled a little bit as well. Okay. Um, yes. I got the report from Ralph that you guys were playing because so, this is yeah, what happened. Yeah. So I te- So <laughs> I was playing The Ascent, and Ralph was texting me about like what I'm, what I've been playing, whatever. He's like, "Oh, we could play The Ascent co-op later. Like, let me know." And I'm like. I played like an hour of it. I'm not really digging it. I don't think I'm going to be playing co-op with you later, but I'll put a little more time just to make sure. So I played about two hours. It's a, such a weird game. Like it is so strange because I love the look and style of the world. Yeah. And I like playing it. 
Like it's a fun twin stick shooter, like isometric. But there's no interesting. Like the story is trash, straight up. Like it's just not interesting. Straight up trash. It, like they're not. It's like it, it is. It's it's hard to follow. It's it's, it's hard it's, to follow, and the characters are like annoying and not like they're kind of like edgy in like a annoying way. And then like Cloud Strife, like that kind of like yeah, even more like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh, that's what it is. It's Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's a Cyberpunk world. skin over like a Diablo clone or yes. something like that. Gotcha. And I like the gameplay. The shooting feels good. I enjoy that. But the progression and the items and how everything works, there is no incentive to continue playing this game. Like. Every time you level up, it's like, oh, put a point into critical percent or your health or your armor. And it's like, in the two hours I played, there's nothing interesting. Like, Diablo is interesting because you're gaining new abilities and you're gaining these crazy weapons and cool-looking armor. And, like, it has hooks that make you want to come back. Mm -hmm. And this game, for me, doesn't. Like, even, like, you do have, you know, click the right stick and you do this, like, special move and you do get a couple of them to swap in and out and you do get a grenade or whatever, but it's, like, nothing is, like, interesting and makes you want to come back to it. Like, that's all I could say. It's kind of just, like, going through the motions. Mm. And even though... I completely agree with you. Even though it's fun to play, like, I enjoy the shooting and the way that the enemies come at you and stuff like that and, and the boss fight I did... It's like okay, I enjoy the act of doing this, but that's it. Like it's not, it's not enough, yeah. you know. And I, I guess yeah, if you feel the same, Shelb. Yeah, you know what the problem is? I played through the full like tutorial area, um, yeah. single player, and then I I te- literally almost the exact same situation. I texted Ralph and I was like, "Hey, are you playing the Ascent at all?" And he was like, "Dude, I just downloaded it. Do you want to play co-op?" Um, so I waited for him to get through the tutorial area, and then we played together. And my fucking Walmart internet just was <laughs> not having it. Like we were, we were playing together and having fun through the first like tutorial area, and then we got into the big cityscape, and yeah. it just could not handle it. Like I was literally just falling through the floor. He was running around and stuff. What are you playing on Xbox One? I'm playing on Xbox One with Walmart internet, and he's <laughs> he was playing I think on PC. Oh, or okay. Xbox Series X, whichever one he was playing on, yeah, uh, with a much better connection. So he wasn't having any issues, and I was just dropping frames like crazy. Like I, it was unplayable. Mm, um, that's a shame. So I was like, as much fun as I was having, like there was one time we're, we're running through, and we were both cracking up because he's he's playing normal, and my guy wasn't loading. I was just a floating gun, oh <laughs> like running around shooting people. It was hilarious. So it but is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> completely. For me, it was terrible. But uh, so I put another like half hour in on my own after that. And I feel the exact same way. Like I'm having a lot of fun playing it. But at the same time, I'm like, but there's nothing keeping me going here. Like, I really yeah. want to keep playing this. I want to enjoy this because I am enjoying it. But at the same time, I'm, I got lost halfway through the thing. And I, I was like, I don't even know where I'm supposed to go right now. Uh, the The map was like not working for me. I couldn't figure out where I was. And how to get back to certain areas. So, so yeah. I, I want to continue playing it, but at the same time, I don't think I will. Yeah, I've definitely done with it after the time I put into it. But it was on Game Pass, so I, I wanted to give it a try. Try out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the ascent. Guess, not a. Guess we won't be seeing that one on the game of the year uh, top ten. I don't think so. <laughs> 
Um, Shab, I want to go to you now, bud. Um, talk to me about Omno. I, I feel like I've seen stuff on this game, and I'm not sure where or, or why. So, All right. So Omno just got put on Game Pass as well. That's why. Okay. Um, it was on the Game Yeah, Pass it was just like one of those things. I, I was browsing through, looking at some of the new stuff on there. Um, and so I downloaded it. It just is a thing it really like there's nothing to it i played <laughs> it really I, I want you to know i played 10 minutes and didn't even put it on here because i was like what the hell am i even doing here so i think i played for an hour and i'm i'm of four giant areas i'm in the third one so it can't be that long i mean the game's probably another half hour long what do you but do whatever. Let's see. so you you get in you're this little polygonal character it looks nice you know it you know what this looks like it looks like a student project yes correct for, for like a gaming degree like that's what it looks and feels like um so that that's you just go in and it's like oh press this button you'll see how much of this area you collected stuff run around it looks like it was made in dreams yeah it really does look like it was made in dreams and there are way better dreams games than this (laughs) (laughs) um but uh so so it's just like that and you go around there's no you just have a staff I will say, once you get into the third area, there's a really cool thing, like, you're on a ski slope, and you get the ability to ski on your staff, and it, like, makes traversal <laughs> so much quicker, and it looks really cool, and it's nice, and they play music, oh, very Journey-esque mm. in that, but at the same time, now I'm in this bigger area doing stuff I don't give a shit about, right. so it was just, once I got halfway through there, that's where I put it down, I was like, okay, nope, not for me, um, so it, it, it listen, it's nice, it's, if you have two hours to waste that you don't <laughs> want back ever play on though <laughs> like that's wow, ringing endorsement that's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean listen it's it's a game pass game yeah amongst 200 other ones you know it's on there i think a bunch of people will play it because it's new and drop it just as quickly as they installed it because that's that's what it is that's what it is that's on though that's on though baby <laughs> so you mentioned um, how there was better Dreams levels. I see, uh, Dan, on your list of games you've been playing, you played the Lock game on Dreams. Uh, which, I played Lock. Which has been getting a lot of like traction. I played Lock start to finish. Yeah. Oh, did you? Holy shit, this game is amazing. Is it not incredible? Oh, my God. <laughs> this game legitimately would probably be a top five game last year for me. No Dude, kidding. I, I, like, it is that I, good. Wait, what? It is that good that, of a video it. game in and of itself. It is so Whoa. good. It is yeah. so wow. freaking good. Dude, it I'm is, telling you. Is that the one where you play is the uh, pilgrim looking? No, you no, are. This is like the witness in a lot of ways. It's a first person puzzle game where you're exploring this island and it is just so well designed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. I cannot even like... Obviously, I'd spoil the shit out of it if I started talking about it. But the idea, and Shelby talked about this last year, so I'm not going to go crazy. But it's you have all these panels that are four-letter words. And you're solving puzzles in each room to get the right word on that four-letter word thing. And it may be something like, oh, here's a book of code-breaking things. So here's how you, how you translate uh, alpha, you know, the alphabet into Morse code. Here's how you do this here's how you do that and then there's you know you turn the faucet on and it's going dash dash dot and then okay that means r is going to be the letter whatever it is right so it could be something like that but then they get so abstract and i can't even begin to tell you i mean 
you want to talk about challenging puzzles like i think this game like blows the witness out of the water it with looks, like it looks what like the witness, yeah but with <laughs> with the complexity of what it's doing in the end game it blows the witness out of the water like i was like what the hell like Whoa. trying to figure this stuff out it is so wild it does so many cool meta things it like I want to have like a spoiler cast on lock because it's this good. Like wow. there's so many crazy things going on in this game. And there's this trappings of every time you solve one of the puzzles, there's like a, an AI voice that talks to you. And very quickly, this is like a very minor spoiler because you, you hear this voice in like the second puzzle room. You, there's somebody else trying to talk sounding the same as that robot voice, but in like a human intonation be like can you hear me help like you know that kind of stuff and where that goes story-wise is super interesting like there's just not a thing this game is not doing well mm. like it is so good wow i was completely completely blown away and i i i'm so happy you like this game like i just don't even know what to like th- <laughs> i should be considering this like a For game on year, like yeah. one of my game you yeah. know what i'm saying like it's it it, it feels like a standalone thing and it was like I don't know, five, seven hours, like, like oh yeah, substantial. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I'm telling you, I have pages of pages of notes on like oh, yeah. puzzles that you I was going see... back and forth through, returning yeah. to rooms to solve like different things. Oh, it, like being brilliant. in a room for so long, solving one puzzle and then realizing you got to do stuff. So- like, oh my god! Again, without spoilers, I was so blown away by this game. It's like brilliant. I had dream. I I didn't turn dreams off while i was yep. playing it you yep. know like it was it was same thing i mean start to finish it was unbelievable it is yeah. it is a brilliant game and i'm so stoked to just see where this person goes like are you gonna make your own indie studio yeah. off of this because like it's just an incredible achievement and it's wow. in dreams like it's just amazing you you should uh look up because you can follow certain people in dreams and that's 800 pixel gorilla um, yeah, so I actually looked them? into it because I was looking at that. I was trying to like see, oh, is there any other games they made? So 800 Pixel Gorilla is like a publisher. Interesting. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not like awesome. a developer. It's like a publisher. So they didn't make that game, or or the person that made Lock is part of that group. I don't know, but like, yeah, I don't know. Th- that person has their own name. That's not 800 Pixel. Well, Gorilla they're gonna go rogue now. That I followed <laughs> and saw that they made a couple of. Th- you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's interesting. I, I don't really. They know. made like they have a little Metroidvania game where you play as like an ant going through an ant hill. Um, Ooh, it, 800 Pixel Gorilla. Well. You're saying? Yeah, like on on Dreams. If you follow them, right? Uh, they have Lock, which is unbelievably amazing and then they had this it's like ants life or something like that i don't remember what it's called but basically you're an ant but it's a metroidvania where you see the entire map the whole time oh that's neat that's really neat um so they they had that and then they had another game i can't remember what it was but um but yeah i am so happy that you like lock as much as i did i'm blown away as soon as i play i played it in like december of last year november december and i was like holy crap like if this wasn't a dreams game, this would be my number one game of the year. It's that good. Wow. Yeah. It legitimately is that good of a game. Like it blew me away. Some of the like, the thought processes of these, it's just amazing. Yeah, uh, Mr. Dufinoy, we got to get you on. I, uh, I have got to get on that lock. Yeah, man. I have oh, dreams. I, I don't know why I haven't played it. You got to get on it. And here's the thing I'll say: like, 
even just to get in there and do a few puzzles. Like you don't need to go through and do everything. And I'm telling you, some of this stuff is like, <laughs> like ridiculous of what they expect you to figure out. Oh, yeah. And I ended up, I looked up two solutions and I'm glad I did because I wouldn't have got them. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I solved one by accident. And <laughs> it was amazing. Like I, I don't want to spoil it. I'll tell you guys in person. But one of the ones I totally solved on accident. There was no way that the way that I got it was supposed to be the way you were supposed to solve it. It was like <laughs> so bl- a blind luck guess. And uh, <laughs> and I got it. So I was happy about Shelby, that. Shelby, uh I don't know how far you got in lock, but did you get to the cave part? Like the Oh, I beat the whole game. Oh, I didn't know you beat it. Yeah, yeah, lock I beat. Oh, that's awesome. It's yeah, just it's some incredible. of the stuff they do at the end, like it's just mind blowing. Like it really is. Like One, I'm telling you, like you you start the game on this tiny, tiny island. And it's so much more than that. Uh, uh, given that they do have that perception thing going yeah. on, like you look like a tiny house or a tiny shed, but really you go through it and all of a sudden there's a backyard and stuff. But yeah, what Every room is the size of it, yeah. <laughs> every room is huge. But what they're <laughs> able to do with this small space is, like you just said, where's the witness? You explore this um, huge, vast land solving puzzles in different areas. They did all that in like a little house. And it's yeah. uh, every every time you solve something, you're blown away by the next thing you have to do. Yep. It's genius. It's a, it's an amazing game, and I, I I was really floored by it. I'm adding it to the list. I mean, I have dreams. I don't know why I. Uh, yeah, you got to give it a shot. Man. I should have got it. What was that, Chubb? Said you just got to jump on there, dude. I just got to jump on there. I'm in. It's, it's it's amazing. All right, I'm in. So let's talk about some other games, Dan. Tell me about Last Stop. Yeah, so Last Stop, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I should have looked it up, but I didn't. Do you remember the game Virginia? First yeah, of course I do. Yeah, adventure Dan, game. Was, it's kind of yeah. like a. Uh, it's like a narrative, but like there's no like a s- Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No dialogue. Right. Um, I believe that this is from the same studio. Oh, okay. So I was actually pretty excited for this because I, I really liked Virginia. Virginia was a good game. I didn't like. I wasn't like obsessed with it, but I was. I was like, oh, you know, it's a good game. It's interesting. Um. So I was looking into it, and this game was on Game Pass. So I was like, let me give it a shot. And the idea is it's three different people's stories, and they interconnect in a certain way, and you play through each one. I played through one of them. I probably played about an hour and a half. And you know how we joke about Yosef Aris made a brilliant game with brothers because there was no dialogue, and then he, <laughs> and then he made a way out, and we're like, oh, <laughs> this guy doesn't know what he's doing. That's kind of what we ran into here. Oh, no. So it's the same studio behind Virginia. I thought so. I, I'm having trouble figuring it out, but I, I, I've read people saying that. So. Okay. Um, but it just is not good. Like, it's not well written. It's not like there's some interesting intrigue along the periphery here, but not enough to, like, get through the crappy dialogue. And, the like, it, it just... It wasn't that interesting. It's like a choice-based narrative game. You know, you play as one character and you're like choosing prompts of what your character is going to say to kind of color in like what you, what your character is and who they are. Uh, played about an hour and a half, was not digging it, kind of moved right along. 
Um, so that's the last stop. I'm, I'm, I won't be jumping back into that. All right. Now I'm curious. I So I saw down on this list you have the Forgotten City, and I also see that it's ended up in our Game of the Month uh, conversation. It has. I think that's a little tip for you about how I felt about this game. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so the Forgotten City. Started it, finished it. I've been playing a lot of games lately. <laughs> um, it is... Let me give you the pitch on it. It is... So it started as a Skyrim mod okay. by like a few small developers and then it ballooned out and ended up, you know, getting becoming a full full blown game. The pitch is you wash up on this river bank, you don't know where you like have amnesia basically. And this girl is like, Hey, can you go into this ruined temple? And just tell this guy, Tim, or whatever his name is, that I need him out here. And you go walking in, and it's like a one-way trap door. You go down into this, like, Roman-era city, underground city. And you're very confused, obviously, like, what the hell is going on? You're from modern day, like uh, like us, right? So it's a first-person game, and... the the pitch of the game is you are in a time loop and you know you're in a time loop because the whole thing about this forgotten city is they live by something called the golden rule. If one person sins, the whole city is like 22, 24 people, something like that, get turned to gold like Medusa mm. slash Midas. Like you're you're dead you're 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 a, new, you're a statue now, and there are remnants of previous civilizations that are frozen. that are statues, and they're all like hands up, like cowering, and like for whatever happened. So, what you're doing is the the leader, the magistrate, is a he created this portal to loop back to like when you got there so he's the one that like knows he's like okay so you know about the portal yada yada whatever and he's like i assume you're here because someone is about to sin and we have to stop them so what you're doing is it's very like skyrim interaction like face to face and you're choosing dialogue options and talking to characters you're learning about everyone in the city and trying to figure out who is going to sin. And what you start to realize is a lot of them are going to sin. And how do you kind of like spin all these plates and keep everyone mm. from doing this? <laughs> and it is so smartly made. And there's, it's on like a time, like everyone's doing their own thing. They're on like a route. It's like a Majora's Mask sort of thing. We're like, yes, okay. yes. And what you're doing, like, you're, like, solving small problems for some or big problems for others. You're discovering, like, deep, dark secrets that, like, oh, this person's doing really horrible shit, but it's, like, quote, unquote, not a sin. So, you know, they haven't they haven't harmed anyone, you know, whatever. Mm. Like, it's crazy shit is going on all throughout here. And you are, it's just such a smart, like, narratively, it's, it's very well written. All the characters are very well written. I love the overall narrative. And as you start to dig into like, why is there this underground city? Like what is going on? And why is there only 24 of you or whatever? 
it's like there's like three layers of story and they're all good and there are some moments in this game that like completely blew me away yeah. like i love this game i think it's so so what awesome are you, what are you playing on i'm playing on ps5 uh it's oh. on ps4 ps5 i think it's on everything xbox okay. uh, pc um it's 40 bucks i think 30 or 40 bucks that sounds amazing and here's what i'll say don't like i think it's a very pretty game but it has a lot of jankiness to it okay so like you know characters mouths look a little funny sometimes like you could tell it's not like a uber polished game right but it looks like a triple like you know you talk yes, about plague yeah like it looks like exactly it is like that and and be, and you can feel that skyrim dna and like how characters move and stuff like it is you feel it yeah but I'm telling you, the game is so cool. And there's four different major endings. Okay. I've seen three of them. How long is it? Because I've gone back it? through. Um, I think to get to my first ending, it was maybe 10 hours. Okay. Eight, eight to 10. Um, and it's just like a really cool, like detective game kind of. And it's it's just neat like yeah it looks interesting. like a lot of really good characters that you come to learn like what their quirks are and, and oh like you're dealing with some serious shit and you're trying to like put on a brave face like you know what it feel the best way to describe it it's like they made an entire video game out of like a dark brotherhood you get what i'm okay, saying yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it feels so handcrafted and and like this little clockwork thing but it's the whole game is that, and it's awesome. That's, it's so awesome. That's really cool. I love this game. It's it's currently on my top ten. I like it that much. Wow. Okay. Um, Put another game on the list. Yeah, it's very good, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's just cool. Like there's a lot of stuff to do. It never feels like you're just wandering around. It's like every every time you meet somebody new, they kind of put you on a quest to do something, and like. A crucial thing is every time you do a loop, you learn this very early on, so it's not a spoiler. Whatever you have in your pocket stays with you on the next loop. Okay, so if you get like a certain item, oh, okay, I can use this right. next loop. Okay. So stealing is a sin, but if you steal something and then loop, then you're going to have right, it right, with right. you, and then they're still going to have it right. on the next loop because you didn't steal it from this this loop. So little shit like that, like interesting. It's really cool. Some interesting puzzles to solve. Some interesting like thought process. Like it's a very cool game, and I'm I'm really high on it. Awesome. All right. Well, okay. That's another game I'm gonna put on the list, <laughs> especially since it's for the PS5. Yes. All right. And it's very good. Very very good game. All right. That's the Forgotten City. All right. I'm excited. All right. Um, Shelb. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. I want to hear about uh, when you. I see on here you have the show twenty one. That's MLB the show. Yeah, yeah. So again, just kind of sprawling through um, Game, Game Pass, Pass yeah. and I've been playing so many sports games lately. Like basically just down uh, with the EA Play um, merger that they did. Like I've been playing NHL, uh, <laughs> Madden. And like everything 21 that basically came out um that's new on there ufc 4 which is awesome by the way um but i picked up the show because that was like the interesting one you know mm -hmm. the one that 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 broke the barrier uh of a sony title being on game pass and it's hilarious because when you do start up the game it goes sony entertainment system and then <laughs> does like the new playstation logo oh, like so the, weird the, it's so weird <laughs> but um 
I've never played any of the show games. I, I'm not a huge baseball fan and don't really play baseball games since Backyard Baseball. Um, so Well, and Mario Sluggers, of course. Oh, and Mario but, Sluggers. Uh, <laughs> but this game is good, man. This is a really good um, sports game. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun great. doing it. It's really oh, well man, done. It's so good. And I have nothing to compare it to because, like I said, I, I've never played a baseball game like this other other than those older non-real baseball titles mm-hmm. but um but i'm actually having fun playing this game are you playing um, road to the show uh i like your I think career I just mode did a, like, where you create a guy no i did a regular oh, franchise you gotta do road to the show man yeah i'll i'll, I'll definitely check it that's, out because like i said it's kind of like, the way to do it yeah, yeah. this is like my uh my time waster right now is just i can get lost in nine innings of of baseball dude you'll, the show cool. you'll love road to the show it literally <laughs> okay. jumps to like your characters at bats and and fielding plays and stuff like it's, oh perfect it's fantastic yeah so that's the show really i mean there's not much to say about it uh like i said i have no no uh comparisons to to previous ones but mm-hmm. what a great addition to game pass you know to to add that game which yeah, is seriously. obviously the baseball title, right? That's the one. That yeah, that's the one. Plays. That's that's the Madden of uh, yep. baseball games. So oh, when you have one. all the rest of the EA games coming over, to have the show on there as well is just bread and butter, right there. You know, like that's that's bread an easy, and butter. Easy uh, throw on there. Can and like corn. I said, I just want to do a quick Can shout out to <laughs> quick. Uh, <laughs> I want to do a quick <laughs> shout out to UFC Four, which is on there. I love playing the UFC games. They do. I don't. This was definitely not in UFC 3, but UFC 4 has this mode. Um, I forget what it's called, but they basically added Mortal Kombat into UFC 4. And what? it's hilarious. It's a 2D fighting? There's, no, well, there's, there's, there's modes in UFC, uh, the UFC games, where you could do, like, stand up and just brawl it out where there's no grappling or no ground play. Okay. So, so I, usually, I was doing that to, like, get the, the fighting, the kicking and punching down and stuff. And you could do a backyard brawl. And then I saw this one on the side, which, again, I can't remember its name. It starts with a K, which bothered me. But mm. whatever. Where you basically go into a ring and you have a life bar up top, just like Mortal Kombat. Oh. And you're both wearing, <laughs> like, you're wearing, like, grass skirts, kicking and punching each other. And it's just, um, it's just neutral play. No ground play whatsoever. And it's hilarious. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, it, they're basically saying everything they say in Mortal Kombat without saying it. Like, instead of saying finish him or something, it's like, all right, end him. You know, like, they're just, it's so <laughs> So funny they know what they're doing. So good. So good. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, cool shout So, yeah, quick shout out to that. Yeah. Well, you've been playing another sports game, too. You've been playing the new Mario Golf. Uh, well, here's here's the thing. I never stopped playing Mario Golf. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Is that there good, has huh? Been, well, well, I basically did everything you could do, but then it's... If you want to unlock the better clubs with all the characters, you have to play with them. Um, and I'm trying to beat my own records and stuff. But the reason I put it on here um, to talk more about it is because they just rolled out a new update. New Donk City. Uh, there's oh, a new Donk nice. City level, and I new think you could play Donk as a City. you could play as a little Toadette. Yep. Like they added a character and they added a level. And if they continue to do that, then this game will become one of the better mario golf games in okay. my opinion if they can but they have to keep doing it you know like keep adding characters right, make and keep expensive. adding more levels because that was one of my my gripes to begin with was right. that yeah there are only six levels and once you go through them you go through them you know mm-hmm. um I, I i didn't have a big 
problem with the amount of characters. I thought they had a good selection there, but yeah. Um, New Donk City, it's a 18-hole par 3 only course. Okay. What they added that's different is there's an amateur New Donk City and a pro New Donk City. Mm. So the amateur one is garbage. Never play it. It's horrible. <laughs> it's it's trash. It's literally like every hole is 70 yards away, and it's just nonsense. Play the pro. It's It's like more realistic par threes but what's interesting about the level is that it teaches you how to do um like level play as far as elevation you know Mm -hmm. so it's like oh now you got to be a little more more skillful because you're starting on this building and you have to land it on the top of that building and that building Mm -hmm. might be 20 feet higher so it's an interesting skill-based level um that they that they added into this and it, it's cool i like it and then what they did is they completely revamped their online play so now there's a monthly challenge and you get graded and everything like that it levels it puts you into a room with three other people who are around your level for the month and i think you start at like a c minus and if you get to an a or an a minus you get the monthly reward which this month is like different skins for yoshi um oh, okay so so they added this so they give you incentive to come keep coming back and playing and it's really cool like i think i played a couple of online plays i'm like a b plus right now and you get thrown in with the three other people you do like three holes and that's it whoever wins gets the most points but everybody gets a little bit of points and you get ranked online throughout the world Mm -hmm. and it's so much better than their original one that they had which was pretty basic you know i didn't have a problem with it but it was very basic so, like I said, this one gives you more incentive. They added a new character. They added a new level. If they continue to do this, I think this could be one of the best Mario Golf games. That's, that's saying something. Yeah, that's good show. to hear. All right, cool. Yeah. I still, I still got to get to Mario Golf. I haven't picked it up yet. Um, you know, I feel like part of me is like, yeah, I'll get to it when it when it gets cheaper, but it's never going to happen because <laughs> uh, you never know. Nintendo <laughs> doesn't do that crap unless I get it, you know, used at, uh, <laughs> you know, on Second eBay. Hand. Um, listen you gotta you, you gotta wait you gotta wait sometimes it's a <laughs> it's a good game though i definitely recommend it especially because like it's a great i've i've really started delving into playing with the motion controls and it's a lot of fun oh, even nice. if you're like by yourself it's mm-hmm. like i get frustrated i get happy it's hard it's it's a lot of fun to play by yourself they though. said um, uh as part of that new update with new Donk city and toadette that they improved the motion controls yeah, definitely, because I was having a lot of trouble with it at first. But, like, I, I was playing with my brother, and we were doing, like, challenges and stuff. Like, we were doing motion controls, but you can never take a practice swing. And, you know, like, we were having mm-hmm. a blast doing that. And then we all then we did a full round of only playing with the driver. <laughs> you know, like, even when you were putting, you had to use the driver. <laughs> That's so funny. So we, I, I think the couch co-op uh, play with this is is really, really fun and where it shines a lot. But the fact that they're actively making it better within a month of it being out with their online play and stuff is, I see good things in the future here for uh, Super Rush. Cool. Very nice. Very nice. Well, thank you for that, Shelby. Um, Dan, I see you have a few more games on your list. Um, there's two specifically I'm, I'm curious about right now. I want to save uh, a certain one for last. Um, but Dodgeball Academia and Splitgate. Yeah, uh, so Dodgeball Academia came on Game Pass day one, uh, came out last week as of this recording, and I was like, you know what, it's on Game Pass, I don't know much about it, I looked up some reviews, pretty positive, I was like, yeah, let me give it a shot, um, 
I ended up liking it. Mm-hmm. It didn't. So I played like four or five hours of it. And I think I'm going to give up on it. Cause, okay. Because I checked out how long to beat. It said like 12 hours uh, on average. And the thing about the game. So it's it's got a great style. It's very cartoonish, hand-drawn. And the, the gameplay is like you're playing a side-scrolling version of like dodgeball. Okay. So you're moving in like a kind of like a I don't know if nobody knows wind jammers unless you know giant bomb but you're you're moving laterally and so vertically and horizontally in this little on your half of the playfield in the dodgeball arena but it's from like a side view and you know you can press B to time your catch um, you end up they roll out like new mechanics as it's a story-based single-player game. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like an RPG. It's kind of like a Paper Mario or a Pokemon. It has a lot of Pokemon inspirations, but the actual gameplay, the battling, is this live, you know, real-time dodgeball. It's not like a turn-based thing. So you're trying to catch the balls or dodge them, and then you know, basic dodgeball rules, but. You get a you you can charge your throw and each character you end up getting a party and only one of them is like you're in control of the other two like follow around on the board uh, and they all have different like charge moves and different supers and it's a really like fun game but I feel like it's shown me everything and if it was like a six eight hour game. I would probably just see it through to see the like the story is like okay it's it's fun it's whimsical it, there's nothing great about it and the gameplay like I said I kind of have seen it all at this point I believe and now it's just gonna be all right the battles are getting harder and you know we're learning more about the story and it's like okay mm. I'm kind of getting burnt out on it I wish it was a little bit sh- tighter shorter uh, but I do think it's a fun game and especially on Game Pass. I think this is one that's worth giving a shot if it seems interesting because you'll know within the first like half hour if it's something you're into. You. Um, if it's your bread and butter. Yeah, if it's your bread and butter, so to speak. Um, but yeah, that's Dodgeball Academia. Um, liked it, didn't love it. Uh, I think it's doing a lot of interesting things. I think the gameplay is fun. Like it, it is interesting, and you know the different charge moves. Like like my one, the, your main guy Otto. If you charge it and throw it's like a fireball and if it hits them it does higher damage and it burns for a few seconds and does one damage ticks off and everyone has a health meter when the health meter is empty they're knocked out my other guy balloony is this big balloon headed guy and when i charge with him he throws like a really slow like spinning ball that does like loops so it's hard for the other people to like go up and catch it like it's dangerous to try to catch so it's like there, there is something there, and it does have some depth to it. It's just not like really grabbing me that much to make me want to go play or another, you know, seven hours of it or whatever. I get you. Yeah. How but about Splitgate, Daniel? Splitgate. Splitgate is. So this game's been in early access since 2019. Okay. It's a first-person shooter. It's a very basic pitch. Do you like Halo? Yes. Halo multiplayer. Yes. Now, play Halo, but you ha- everyone has a portal gun as well. Hmm. That's the pitch. And so everywhere in the arena, there's certain textures that you can shoot portals onto. And it leads to some really, really cool moments of like, 
either you're running away from somebody and you throw a portal out and they you shoot them through your other portal in the back like there's a lot of that going on and it's really really cool um but the thing that's interesting is the game just so it was supposed to be launching at the end of july but they said we're changing to free to play and we're doing an open beta leading up to launch so right now it's in beta i'm playing it on ps5 i think it's on everything playing it on ps5 open beta it's going to hit 1.0 later this month okay and it's free to play so i've been playing a ton of it just here and there because it has that snappy halo feel of like like trust me when i say it feels like halo it feels like halo Mm -hmm. there's a battle rifle that has three round bursts (laughs) they have in their rotation of games that you want to play, you can play SWAT, you could play Oddball. Like, literally, they, this is what they're called. Like, it is Halo. They just can't <laughs> call it Halo. <laughs> um, but it's really fantastic. It feels great to play. And I think adding the portals adds a really interesting dimension to the game where... So here's the thing that's cool is, like, when you see an enemy's portal... You can't see through it the way you can see through yours. So, like, if you shoot a portal in front of you, right, and then you shoot a portal, like, way on the other side of the map, if you look through your portal, no matter how far away you are, you see through where your other portal is. For the enemies, it's just, like, an opaque red portal. But if you're you're aiming at it and your reticle turns red, that means the enemy is right there and you can shoot. Okay. So you can get kills through there, basically blind kills. By just firing into the enemy's That's portal. That's pretty cool. And there's a ton of cool shit like that. Like, I'm telling you, like, you could... I've, I've played maybe 20 matches, and I, could, I probably could have a highlight reel. You'd be like, holy shit, this is awesome. Like, there's just... Cool stuff is happening all the time in this game. And this is like... I have been craving... I haven't had the big multiplayer shooter that I usually this have year, once yeah. a year. Uh think this might be it i th- so i think this is gonna hold me over to halo infinite okay all right that's the thing that's saying something yeah but it's cool split gate check it out it's free to play cool uh i think if you have any interest in halo you've ever played multiplayer halo enjoyed it you'll you'll love this nice all right well thank you dan yeah um shelby you have a few more games on your list too there bud um i see you played uncharted lost legacy that's the one where you play as chloe that's like the spin-off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you know what? I, I, I don't know why. I think I, I, I don't remember finishing this game. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it was just like sitting on a catalog for me. Like physically, there was actually just a, a pile of games sitting there. <laughs> um, so I saw it and I was like, you know what? I know it's not that long of a game. Let me play through it. And, and kind of just sat down and played it through start to finish. And... Um, I mean, it's it's just a good game, you know. It's another good Uncharted game. There's no, there's not much more to it. Uh, I think it's it's it was cool to go back and see the, I guess, inception of of the last Naughty Dogs. Part two. Yeah, like that that open area yep. space and and going back, I this one has a much bigger area. But I do remember Uncharted Four actually having the same thing where you have like a boat and you're exploring like a certain, a couple of islands and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I guess that was really, really the beginning of it. But, um, but they, they went much more into this, um, in this game. It was just like the last of us two, where you literally open a map, you draw stuff on it, you cross it off. You know, it's, it had that mechanic, but then once you pass through that, it goes back into your linear uncharted game of platforming and shooting, you know? 
you spelunk um, at all? Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, very much so. Um, it's a, it's a really cool story. It wraps up in basically like an amalgamation of Uncharted 4 and Uncharted 2, where you have this crazy chase scene with a train, but you're also jumping off the train into 4x4s and motorcycles. Oh, it's and you're, you're basically the two chase scenes from Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 4 together. Yeah. And um and then it just wraps up with that and it's it's really really good. It's it's it again just a, just a cool game, another um continuation of the uncharted story with Chloe, Nadine Ross and Sam uh from Sam his brother. Sam That's pretty cool. Sam Drake. Yeah. But so uh no, yeah. When this game came out after Uncharted 4. Yeah, I think like the year after, like okay. very, very soon after. But um, like, if it, Uncharted Four was sixteen, I want to say this was seventeen. Okay, but it, it wraps it up enough that like it doesn't. You know what? It's its own thing. It really yeah. is. Like they they talk about stuff. Like you don't meet Nadine Ross until Uncharted Four, anyway. Same with Sam Drake. Right. Um, whereas Chloe is a longtime character, but you start off you're playing as Chloe. It's again, it's literally just more Uncharted but a bigger area of sandbox to play with in that first spot. But uh, but then again, it gets linear, and, and, and it's just a fun experience. I mean, there's again, there's not much to it. and uh, But it's definitely cool to see them playing with that. I can't wait for Naughty Dog to finally grow a pair and, and make an open-world game. Wow. And, and and do that because they've they've teased us three times now. Actually that's true. And, you know, so like I'm ready, I'm ready. Give me give me something big. You know, like <laughs> Jack and Daxter had an open world thing, but every mission was as linear as linear could be. So it's like they they dabble. They do a lot of dabbling. They've wet and, your uh, whistle. Now it's time for that bread to, and butter. They need to jump in there. I mean, I know I I praised the hell out of it when I played The Last of Us Two last year of how how much I enjoyed that freaking open area in the beginning, you know. I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Make it good. <laughs> Shelby, you tell him. <laughs> Listen, I have I have my own gripes with Naughty Dog. <laughs> I could write a freaking manuscript on uh, <laughs> stuff I want to talk to them about. Shelby, but, uh, but yeah, let's switch developers. Let's talk about Pokemon Unite. Let's go yeah, to Nintendo. Uh, all right. So so I I very very um, lightly touched on this literally right after dan and i talked about it last time um because he was kind of praising it a little bit saying that it was interesting it was way better than he thought it was going to be right off the bat hopefully it stays that way and uh i played through the tutorial area i did like a match or two and i like it too you know like there's listen it's not blowing me away but it's a pretty fun jump back into the pokemon universe you know like it's it's got some fun gameplay and and stuff to do and it's kind of like this battle system going on but it's all real time mm-hmm. uh physical fighting like i like it i'm gonna continue to play it right. <laughs> nice it's a good game all right well shelb thank you for that um last but not least now this kind of you know we're gonna spoil this a little bit early um nintendo today as of recording had a nintendo indie world showcase um so there was a bunch of games there that we we're going to get into in a little bit but there was a big uh, announcement that a beloved indie title from a few years back, I think 2015, 2016, um, the sequel came out, and Dan got to play a little bit of it. So, Dan, I'm going to let you take it away for... Yeah, absolutely. I um, I dipped in 
to Axiom Verge 2. Oh, yes. Uh, one, Just let that sink in, people. Yeah. Axiom Verge 2, the sequel. Uh, it's so it's cool. I played about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, on Switch? I'm playing actually on PlayStation. Okay. It's on Switch, PS4, and the PS5 version is coming later. But, okay. I mean, I'm playing the PS4 version on PS5 and... You know, this game is uh, right, right. not graphically intensive. Um, <laughs> graphically it, intensive. That should be like a, a new term. <laughs> it feels like it, 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 it has a lot of Axiom Verge in it, but it feels distinct already. Yeah. It's, so far, I haven't gotten like a bunch of different guns. I just have this melee weapon. And a boomerang. Hmm. So you're not like... I think it's more melee focused. Because even a weapon that I saw that I couldn't have access to yet is a different kind of melee weapon. Hmm. So I don't know if it's more focused on melee combat instead of range combat. Because Axiom Verge at first was a lot of right, different, you had that different gun weapons. That would, yeah, you could... Well, yeah, you have the, the <laughs> That was how glitch, I described it, yeah. The glitch gun or whatever. You have whatever. that gun that goes... <laughs> but you also have a bunch of different guns that, you know do different do different things but this this game i mean right now it's it's very melee heavy and even a boss that i'm fighting i mean it's just kind of roaming the world Mm -hmm. in this one area like it doesn't go to a boss screen and show me a health bar not yet i don't know i'm sure that's in there but this is a very large enemy that's clearly a boss and you're kind of taking it out by doing environmental stuff instead of like directly damaging it okay so it feels kind of distinct from the first game but holy smokes it feels good to play like i love that first game and this feels really really good in that same way i think the music blew me away right Mm -hmm. away it's still the same one guy what was his tom hap tom hap that's it yeah 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 I, i i'd like to see i don't know if he has other people contributing but man, like everything I've played of it so far, I really love oh, it. Like I'm excited. so excited to dive in more. Another game to add to the list. I think just alone in the last hour, I've added seven <laughs> games that I, I got to play. Great. Uh, yes, yeah, so, such is the way. Such is the way of the Circle Back <laughs> Podcast. All right, cool, Dan. I appreciate that. You got it, buddy. Um, I think uh, that about does it as far as the games that we've been playing. Unless that's oh, is that enough, it? Right? Is, that, <laughs> is that it? Is that enough? So let's get to our news beats, people. Let's start with something. Ready? Do you like Smash Brothers? Yes. Do you like Nickelodeon? Yes. Nickelodeon All-Stars announced a Nickelodeon Super Smash Brothers coming out fall 2021 of this year. And it looks awesome. It looks really cool. It looks so good. And it's by a developer that people like in the fighting game community, which I was surprised by. Because at first you look at this and you're like, oh, that's going to be garbage. But people actually are like, wait a second. (laughs) They're developing this? So... I mean, you could play. So I'm curious to see. I don't know if they've put out a full list yet of all the characters that you can play as. But I mean, they didn't put out a full list, but they put out a lot. The range is like you know, Danny Phantom, SpongeBob, Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles, yep. uh, the, the Lincoln Loud from the Loud Family. Um, uh, isn't like Cat Dog? He plays Cat Dog. <laughs> there's um, what's the uh, Ariel Monsters? Oh the, yeah, with the, a guy who holds the eyeballs. I think it's the girl, the oh, skinny, yeah, the black, black and, and white, white. yeah. Um, but that's kind of cool. I mean, it's really cool. I grew up with both SpongeBob things as you know, as a wee as a wee kid. <laughs> so it seems like it's a little best of both worlds. I remember um, they tried this with Shrek. 
I think. They had like a Shrek Smash Brothers thing. Um, okay. Back in like maybe like 2004, 2005. I'm, I, I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious. I don't know why part of me is like, oh, I don't know if they can do it as good as you know, Smash, but then again, maybe that's me not giving them enough credit. It might be really, really good. Listen, who knows? I, I'm excited to see what they do with it. I'm excited too. I'm excited to play as Reptar. <laughs> I mean, I love Reptar, man. <laughs> so that's that. Um, two things I just want to get out of the way. Um, Bethesda and Tango... Ooh. Gameworks? Tango Gameworks, yeah. uh, the team that's working on Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, they officially announced that the game will be delayed to early 2022. So the game is not coming out this year. Um, I don't remember if any of us picked it for our fantasy. Um, it was probably yep. me. It was. <laughs> oh, it was me? Yeah. Yeah. But so. we'll uh, yeah, have it down here, but that's a good... I think this has happened to all three of us at this point. Oh, Maybe I, more Don't even this. talk about mine. <laughs> yeah. So. Listen, you were reaching for the stars to begin with, and you I knew know, it. I know. <laughs> I said it on that episode. Um, but another game. Um, there is a rumor that Horizon Forbidden West will be delayed until early 2022 as that's, well. That's not a rumor, my friend. That's official. Oh, that's official? Yeah. Really? Did they? So It was confirmed. It was oh, a report, was and then it was okay, confirmed. Okay, because I knew there was like a German publication yeah. that announced all the games coming out. Yeah, no, a bunch um, of a bunch of these publications conf- like confirmed it. Okay, so it is official. Horizon Forbidden West will not be this year. All right, so who had that on their list? Me again. Uh, that shall be. Oh, no, I got all those games no. that start with eight. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's H right. H-Squad. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, so we got some pushbacks. Um, there is an interesting reveal for holiday this year. If it's not going to be Horizon uh, Forbidden West, let's talk about the Steam Deck. So Valve is putting out a portable Switch-like console where you play Steam games and a handheld mm-hmm. device coming out later this year. Um, I don't know. That's very, very exciting to me. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's I, cool. I don't know if there's a release date. The, the, I think there is, um, and I have seen some hands-on previews with it already, and it seems pretty positive. It's um, like a Switch, but... It's like a Switch, but it can play Steam games. That's kind of cool. It's cool. That's pretty cool. It is. I... Don't have much use for it, personally, okay. but I know a lot of people do. So yeah. I think this would be a, a really good thing. So it looks like the handheld model is $400. They have, a, yeah, they have different ones depending on the amount of storage. That right, you right, right. So if you want the 512 gigabyte model, it's $649. Oof. Yeah. I just bought a PS5. I don't know if I'll be getting this one anytime <laughs> soon. But it is, I don't know, that is pretty cool, though. Yeah. I, I'm curious, though, and maybe I should have done more research. I wonder if you need it to be docked in order to, to like... Or you need to be like buy a computer in order to, to play no, it. No, you don't. You can bring it like on an airplane. Yep. Or yep. That's pretty. That's cool. the selling point. That's the reason. Otherwise, that's why I don't really need it because I don't really travel in that in that context a lot. Right. But I use the backbone on my phone to to play games on Steam, and it works great yeah. while you're in the house. But you can't take that out. Yeah. So that is a Steam Deck. I don't know, Shelby. What are your opinions on the uh, the Steam Deck? You can pick it up. You know what? Uh. There's not a ton of games that are like PC exclusive or Steam exclusive that I'm dying to play. If it gets to a point where this maybe uh, down the line gets a little bit cheaper and mm-hmm. I have a like more of a catalog of games I want to play, like this to me, I'm not going to buy this for a game or two, you know. Um, but I'm definitely interested by it, you know. Like I, I could see this 
maybe the second iteration would be something I'd be like, okay, I'll jump on board now, you know? But uh, I'm interested to see when it does finally release and um, and people are playing it and they're enjoying it, hopefully enjoying it, and it's working with the biggest AAA games that we see on there, mm-hmm. always on the go with no hitches, then, then yeah, maybe at some point I will jump on. Um, yeah. So So I'm excited about it. I always love seeing the beginning uh, of something interesting, and I think this is something people have been dying to see or dying to get their hands on, yeah. literally. <laughs> and literally. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued. Yeah, I'm not gonna buy it day one. Definitely not day one. Um, well, it's but I, July 16th was pre-orders. Yeah. Um, right. I think Ralph pre-ordered one. I think Ralph yeah. got one on the uh, on the Ralph. way. So, so I'm definitely gonna talk to him and see what his opinion is on it. Um, because he's someone who, obviously, he has a whole PC setup. This isn't something he will probably go to all the time. Mm-hmm. But you never know. So I'm yeah, interested. You never know. Absolutely. And and we should have mentioned before, you know, on the last episode, we were a little bit rushed. So we didn't do a lot of new stuff. So a lot of this is old news, but we still wanted to mention it from what we would have mentioned on the last episode. Dan, you're having a baby. I, I, I was having a, a baby. That's a, that's and a, he's not having it. He had that's it. A big thing. Yeah, <laughs> that baby it. is that's, here. That baby's arrived. <laughs> She's perfect. Um, <laughs> so in uh, in more in, in a more uh, somber news, just let's get into you know I feel like lately we we've seen a lot about uh, these video game publishers and companies and the toxic uh, work environment that you know uh, people have been subjected to and, and suffering under so first let's talk about uh, activision blizzard um this is a doozy this is a doozy there's a there's a lot here um so they're being sued by the state of california mm-hmm. um over allegations of sexual harassment and discrimination at the video game publisher there was a large uh, walkout due to um, the CEO's Bobby Kotick's. Kotick, yeah. Kotick. Um, he addressed these allegations um, and, you know, the way that most of these CEOs do in a very tone-deaf sort of, yeah, we're going to work towards making this a better, you know, environment for everybody, not actually doing anything about it or actually, you know, confronting the actual issues that are at hand, just sort of saying, yeah, 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 we'll work on it in the future. We're, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, make sure our games, uh, you know, have you know, these issues within them, you know, because that helps so much mm-hmm. when your actual employees <laughs> are actually facing discrimination and sexual harassment. So a bunch of the uh, the employees about, I think it said about 2,000 employees staged a walkout. Yeah, there was a lot. I mean, not all of them were there. I think it was like 800 in person and then the rest of the people just, you know, cut work and, and did it in solidarity. Right. Um, and I have up here, I have their demands, which were the end of forced arbitration for all employees, worker participation and oversight of hiring and promoting policies, the need for greater pay, transparency to ensure equality, and employee selection of a third party to audit HR and other company processes. So these are the demands that the employees um, are looking for. Bobby Kotick has not met those demands. And because of that, there was a, uh, a mass uh, walkout and a mass protest. And this is ongoing and you know hopefully these you know these demands are met for the workers that are there um we hear about this way too much uh, you know especially in the video game world it's just it keeps popping up um so hopefully you know as time progresses 
uh, it yeah. just gets better for people involved. And we don't need to get super into nitty gritty, but there was some real dirty laundry being aired in some of these reports. Uh, there was like a a lot of the higher ups at Blizzard in in the in the past had this place whenever they would go to conventions called the Cosby Lounge. Oh, where they had gosh. a big picture of Bill Cosby and all of the guys would like text to bring girls to the Cosby lounge. It's like, it's, it's just, just like, what is wrong with you it's people? Uh, and then they, like some of their text threads got leaked from that, from that whole thing. And it was pretty, pretty nasty stuff. Yeah. Uh, but heads have already rolled on, on some of this stuff. I know the head of HR is gone and, and a couple other people, right. Uh, higher ups at Activision Blizzard are gone. Um, but that is a, that is a classic move to try to appease people without actually making any right, substantial saying, yeah, change. Yeah, we're going to work on it. We're going to, you know, talk about these issues in our future games. And, you know, yeah. what about the people that, you know, you're actually hurting? Yeah. Um, and so, like you said about those texts and stuff, I, it's something about the, you know, the cube crawls where guys would just go around the cubicles and, you know. Yeah. The, there was a lot of, there was a lot of really, stuff. like really bad. weird stuff. Really, and a really lot really of bad. like, uh keeping extra tabs on the female employees right. and like saying like you need to report what you're doing every hour and meanwhile like the guys are drinking like yeah. it, it just seems like it's totally terrible. absolutely horrible really strange and I, I don't even know how they got away with that in the first so place so not only is the state of california suing there was also another person suing and i didn't get so you have to help me with this i didn't get to read too much up about it it was a shareholder who, because when these allegations and, and, and this all came out, um, stock dropped yeah. pretty drastically. So a shareholder, um, I guess a, a very uh, invested shareholder, uh-huh. um, is suing the company for Listen, lost it, wages. If, and- if a shareholder is suing the company, I, I mean, I'm glad that the company's getting more pressure, but uh, I'm not too worried about that shareholder's money. Yeah, no. <laughs> right, um, <if> they're- <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, the one the one last thing, and I don't have it in front of me um, that I wanted to mention as part of this is there was a very well documented um, issue where there was some bullying going on with one of the one of the female employees that actually led to her uh, committing suicide on a work trip. It was like a horrible thing, and it nothing ever came of it. There was no like it, and that was nothing. A, that was Blizzard. Yeah, and that was that was uh, a while back. I would have to look at the reports I to to see it, but it's like, you know, this isn't like a one time, you know, a one bad yeah. apple kind of deal. It seems like a really the rotten, environment is actually toxic. Yeah, pretty pretty rough stuff, but yeah, just wanted to you know. We don't need to get crazy and, and talk no, too much more about it, but wanted to highlight it. A it's little important bit here. to to talk about and. Um, you know, I'm glad that, you know, the employees are speaking up and, and this is coming to light because yeah. we hear about something like this, you know, every week and this, yeah. not, this nonsense needs to needs to stop. True. People All I got to say is to feel safe where they work. Wow, Blizzard. Wow. Wow. <laughs> W-O-W. W. <laughs> um, so speaking of toxic work culture, uh <laughs> The uh, the co-founder Steve Gaynor of Fulbright Studios. This one like really behind beloved games such as um, Gone Home and uh, Open Roads, the new game that's that's going to be coming out yeah. in Tacoma. Um, he stepped down um, over accusations. Well, is, uh, yeah, it's an interesting story because he didn't step down. <laughs> it oh, it was didn't. no. I'll shed a little bit of light onto this based on memory, but 
I think what happened was internally Annapurna got some complaints from the team at Fulbright about Steve Gaynor and about how he created a completely toxic work environment. And they talked to him and said, like mutually agreed with him that not that he's going to leave, but that he's going to be take a lower role as a writer. Oh, so he's not gone. No, he's a, he's still there, and he's a writer. He's just not the creative lead and the like the team head. Whoa, which is really strange. Well, when you read some of the things that he did, I mean, he was just a bad dude. Like, it sounds like he he's just like a bully. He was a bully. He's a bully. It didn't seem like there was actually any um, sexual harassment claims, no. but it was all just bullying, belittling, uh, you know, putting people in awkward situations to yeah. make fun of them. Yeah. Um, he just would go out of his way to be mean to people. Quite yeah. frankly, is what. It, and what the it thing seems. that sucks about it is this is a very small, beloved indie developer. And I saw a lot of people coming out that like are professors at game development schools who were like, I'm mortified because I would recommend a lot of my students like, oh, reach out to studios like Fulbright because they're always looking for good creative writers and that's what you thrive in and blah, blah, blah. And and just like lamps to the slaughter where these people are being so burnt out by his bullying that they're just leaving the industry altogether. It's horrible. That's, That's what really is like very sad. I mean... It's like the ripples here are wider than you think. And it's like, it, it again, nobody... Here's a thing that I wanted to say. This, this game, Open Roads, right? It's about a mother-daughter road trip, right? Why would Steve Gaynor be the lead creative on that? On that? <laughs> like, that's like an immediate red flag of like, maybe like someone else on your team... Because you have like mostly women on your team should be the creative lead anyway. So it's just like a weird thing overall where it's like, and 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 a lot of people anecdotally have come out after and been like, yeah, I mean, I don't really know the guy that well, but my few interactions, he's tried purposely like try to make me feel like an idiot in front of industry people. Like, you know, he just sounds like kind of an asshole. Like a jerk. He's a bully. He's yeah. He's a bully. He's a jerk, which you know is rough. I mean, those are games that I really love. And well, it's hard, especially it is interesting adore. too. Games like Gone Home and stuff, where you think of what that game's trying to say, right? You're trying to think of like the purpose of a game like that, and you're like, wow, the guy behind that's like. It's because we have a problem in video games where we love to ascribe a a whole game to one person like yeah. the author theory right right right, right. right like kojima you know yeah. yeah but it's so unhealthy in so many different ways yeah and one of the major ways is we're looking at oh steve Gaynor made that game right but no it was but a it, team of it, people, yeah, it's a right. team of exactly. people it's like and that i think is what leads to him becoming like this, this you know what i'm maniacal, saying maniacal narcissistic yeah. i'm in control Yes, kind of. I think that all that shit has got to stop. Yeah, no. Like it's important uh, to recognize people because you can know what the oh, like Harvey Smith made Dishonored. Mm-hmm. I love what he does. I'm gonna play any game that he, you know, yeah. he made pre- whatever. Right, right, right. It's like, but it's not a Harvey Smith game. Right. It's exactly. not like a. Right. It's arcane. Right. <laughs> you know, right, right, right. that's the way to do it is to say like, oh, I love what that team does. Yeah. 
and as long as they have a f- you know some some of that same team from the games that I've loved, then I'm gonna follow them. Yeah. But yeah, so I you know not to not to get into a downer, but it just it is important to to talk about, and it is a shame that you know we're hearing about all these developers that we love, and you just start to see how toxic. You know, these American uh, corporations are and how these systems are run where people are just miserable and people are being put in some very uncomfortable and and dangerous and just, you know, unfortunate situations. And it it really needs to change. That's why we need to talk about it. And, you know, I'm glad that this is all coming to light, you know, because like you said, this stuff needs to stop. Yes, it does. Um, so let's go talk about, uh, in more positive, lighter news, let's talk about games. There's been some, uh some showcases by different uh, studios. So let's talk about the EA Play Live, uh, which was July 22nd, so it happened a little bit back, but they announced a few games. I believe it was like a 40-minute presentation mm-hmm. um, where they went over a few games. Um, one was Grid Legends. A lot of people are excited about that. It's like that racing game. Yeah. Um, Looks neat. They just EA just newly acquired Codemasters. Yep. Um, so this is their next game, Grid Legends. Um, so it's kind of like, if, if I could, you know, it reminds me of like the Need for Speed series yeah. a little bit. Um, so that's exciting. Um, Apex Legends, um, they got a new expansion. Yeah. And I they, believe a new character as well. They're the continuing, Seer. yeah, they're continuing to roll out new characters and new maps and everything. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good clip. That game is very good and they're doing a great job with it at, at Respawn. Yeah. Um, we have an indie game that looks kind of interesting, Lost and Random. Yeah, like we a- got a glimpse of this before, but this was a more deeper dive into gameplay systems. I think it looks really neat. Yeah, right? It's like the two sisters, and it's like, they describe it as like a Tim Burton-esque. Yeah. Uh, and I feel that way, very Coraline-ish. It looks uh, like it, for sure. You know, um, which is pretty cool. We have a new Battlefield, Battlefield 2042. Yeah, um, which we've seen, but they did a deeper dive into like the Battle Royale mode, yeah. I guess. Um, I think the big exciting news, and you know, correct me if I'm if I'm skipping it's anything. The reason why it's on, but here. it's the reason why it's on here is the <laughs> official uh, teaser for the Dead Space uh, yep. remake is here. Yep. Um, Obviously, so, they have barely even started on it. Well, Otherwise, they would have shown more. But listen, I, I you know, call me cynical. I said it last time. Like, well, EA is the reason why we stopped getting Dead Space games, and now they're gonna think they're heroes for bringing it back. Right. <laughs> But I am excited for a new Dead Space, and they did insinuate that this could lead to future entries in the series. That's so. incredible. The trailer was great. Um, yeah. We don't have a date, like you said, but they said it'll be available on the PS5, uh, Series it's X, and PC. Next gen only. So next gen only. Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm, I'm very, very excited. Um, Me too, man. Yeah, definitely. So that was EA. Like you said, that's probably the most important part of the, yeah. the new Dead Space. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, now let's go to our next uh, showcase. This, the day of, I was very, very excited. It was actually my sister at work. Uh, I was at work and my sister like called me and she was like, you got to check this Annapurna Interactive Showcase. Dude, this showcase was full of bangers. So there's many reasons and I'll get to a certain reason. <laughs> but we'll save that one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a lot of these games looked amazing. A lot of these games look great. So let's talk about like uh, the Artful Escape. Yep. That was like that musical journey. One. We've heard about this for a long time, yep. and finally it's coming out September. Yeah, September 9th. Yeah. Uh, for Xbox. Uh- <laughs> Carvin, is that you? Xbox? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> M-A-G. Um, September 9th. Uh, and it'll be on Game Pass. Yeah. Which is that. pretty cool. There's a, if, quite a few of these are going to be on Game Pass. Um, yeah. Um, Neon White looked interesting. Hell yes. I right? cannot wait for that game. It's like a choice-based, like... It's a, it's a speed-running, card-based yeah. like, platformer. It looks so stylish. It's by Ben Esposito, who made Donut County. Okay. Which talk about a totally different type of game, but I, I love his <laughs> sense of humor and style, so I'm stoked for that game. We um, yeah. That's coming out this year. Oh, is it? I don't, I don't see the date. I think it, I it might have said fall. Okay, fall. Or winter or something. Um, and if I'm missing anyone, please uh, you know, correct me. Solar Ash. We got a uh, yep a little bit uh, September or October trailer. October twenty sixth it'll be coming out um, for the PS four PS five and PC. Um, I feel like we last time we saw it it was only like a quick little. Yeah, we've seen a couple of different glimpses, but this one looked really good, and we finally got a date. I feel like good. it looks like a different game than what I thought it was like gonna be. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was be like parkour, but it, it looks like it has like this like very like ethereal like journey esque. Oh yeah, feel towards it. So I'm excited um what else do we got here oh we got the new blendo game what a trailer this is oh my god this trailer was incredible yeah and the music oh this trailer was one of the best trailers i've ever seen oh my gosh i'm very very excited i can't wait for that so if you like quadrilateral cowboy um this game is gonna be very very exciting um so i didn't watch the annapurna skin deep it's called and it's by one of my favorite developers, Blendo Games. It's like a first-person shooter, but it's got some weird stuff. It's an like, immersive sim, they called yeah. it. So it's like a Dishonored. It's like a thief, like old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's totally <laughs> polygonal and silly. and Like if you smell, like you'll be like alerted that like yeah. you're getting smelly. Like a, if you have to sneeze, right? There's like a sneeze. <laughs> there's it's a like, sneezing mechanic. <laughs> oh, this game looks so good. You got to watch the trailer, Shelby. Yeah, no, definitely. I, just I watch Skin Deep. Like when skin when deep you said you both loved it, I was like, all right, let me write this down. Real oh, quick it's second. phenomenal. So I want to watch it. There's a few things I want to watch. I just didn't get a chance to watch the Annapurna Interactive, even though I heard this some whole of the showcase big bangers was, from that. It was, yeah, amazing. Oh, it was amazing. Um, yeah, definitely. We have some updates uh, that you know the Pathless will be coming to Steam on November 16th. What Remains of Edith Finch will be headed to iOS on August 16th. Um, I Am Dead arrives on the PS5, PS4, and Xbox on August 9th. And Telling Lies and uh, Gorogoa are both headed to X-Pass. Uh, did I just do it again? You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> it's because you're trying to say Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass soon. <laughs> um, I don't know what's happening. Uh, I don't know. It's been a long day, I guess. Um, we got a trailer for Stray. I've heard a lot about Stray. Seeing this trailer looks really, really amazing. I was, is this like a Naughty Dog game? This is really, really <laughs> like, cool. What is this? Like Naughty Dog where you play as a cat. Yeah. Like Naughty Cat. It's a Naughty Cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be coming out for PS4, PS5, and PC in early 2022. They've been talking about this game for a bit. Yeah. Um, but this trailer was like a five-minute trailer, and, and you see all the areas that you have to traverse. It's a puzzle game where you play as a cat in this city. And you have to, you know, get from point A to point B, but you know, you got to kind of. I was so use sold when to... you saw the backpack, and you get like a little drone coming out of How the backpack, cool. and you're yeah, hovering. Yeah, so weird. I think this game was going to be pretty cool. Just the way that I'm so curious about, like the story, just like what mm-hmm. environment, because it seems like okay, this looks like Manhattan, but like in like a weird future. Weird right? future with robots that are like, like falling humans. apart. Yeah. yeah, so Stray was very, very cool. Um, before I get to the big one, 
<laughs> I don't know if I'm missing any games that you were. Can we do this? This is all top of my head. I don't have anything in front of so me. So this is why my sister called. My sister literally called me. My sister only calls me when there's emergencies. <laughs> this had leaked like a few months ago, so I already knew about it. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. This is why I, I should get on social media. But <laughs> Outer Wilds is coming out with an expansion. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. The Outer Wilds. The Outer Wilds. Quite arguably the greatest video game ever made. Yeah, well, it's called like Eyes of the Echo or Echoes I, of the Eye. Echoes of the Eye. Um, of the it's eye. planned for release on the PS4, Steam, Epic Games, and Xbox on September 28th. Mm-hmm. Um, I read the whole thing that Mobius put out, um, the Mobius team, which we love, um, about how it's not, it's just like a small little expansion to the game. They're, they alluded that they're working on something, but before they work on something bigger, they just wanted to kind of pitch this sort of idea. So it gets me kind of excited, like, ooh, what are they working on? Mm-hmm. You know, what might be might be their next game? Um, but it's very exciting that we'll get a little bit more Outer Wilds because um, I adore that game, and I know you both do too. So that, hell of a game. That the Anna Perner showcase was amazing. It was it was awesome. And um, you know, to end with that, I mean, you're just watching it, and you're like, oh, this can't get any better. This can't get any better. And then and they did. You know what they did too, which was interesting, was not they didn't announce games, but they announced that they're working with certain developers, and here's a new dev team mm-hmm. that Anna Perner is working with. And seeing that stuff was a really interesting twist to be like, oh. I like what those guys do. Yeah. And they're working with Annapurna. That's great. Like stuff like that. They did it quite a few times, which I really liked. So so that was that. Our last showcase just aired at 9 a.m. on this day of recording. I had not had a chance to check it out. I saw a few things, but I'm actually going to pass the mic over to Mr. Daniel. Yeah. So Daniel was able to watch it. I did watch it. <laughs> yes, we we're, are. We're, we're, we're sitting very close. We're also holding hands. <laughs> uh, so I didn't write anything down for this one. I just I watched it. I was kind of skimming through because a lot of it was games that we already had seen. Um, the big thing was the games that were released today. So there were three games in particular. Um, there was Axiom Verge Two, which I had already dumped an hour and a half into mm-hmm. at this point which was really a big surprise for me because I'm very much, I was very much looking forward to it and they said it's out later today. Um, <clears throat> the other one, it's called, and now I'm going to blank on it. Oh, I'm going to blank on it. It's called, um, it's basically like you're, pa- you're playing as a little grape. Don't blank. Oh, I, actually, I know, I know what you're talking about. You're playing wait, wait, wait. as a little grape and you're, it's like a Zelda-like game with a little bit of Stardew Valley mixed in. So it's like an RPG, isometric RPG. Garden Story? No. Yes. Garden Story. That's what it's called? That's Garden it. Story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you, it just looks very stylish. I've heard very good things about it in, in, in a demo that was out for like the Steam Next Fest that I never played, but I've heard good things. That's out today, console exclusive for the Switch. And uh, a game called Boyfriend Dungeon. Oh, that looks awesome. Which is like such a silly idea. But when you see it in action, it's like a it's like a top down dungeon crawler, but all of the weapons that you get are your boyfriends. Have like they get become personified and it becomes like a dating sim also. It looks really cool. And it's so funny. It looks like it has such a good sense of humor. And that game is actually also on Game Pass today. So Oh wow. It it was a game that I was like, I'm probably not gonna buy that. But now it's on Game Pass. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna I give it a it. shot because it looks it looks funny. And it looks interesting. I'll be like, yeah, let me let me give that a, give give that one a shot. 
Um, so those were the three big ones that are out today. We also saw a new, brand new trailer for Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, which looks amazing. It really is Jet Set Radio. <laughs> it's mm. so good looking. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, those are the big ones for me. I mean, I saw a Shovel Knight. It's like a yeah, it's it's it's, it's the a, characters, but it's like a different. It's like a bejeweled meet shovel knight kind of thing right so kind of like grindstone ish okay you know um you know not a full it's not a platformer otherwise i'd be right. much more excited right, right right um but it looks neat it's not something i am like you know champing it a bit for but i think it's you know it's cool and you know there's a, a couple other little things but nothing well, nothing new that's really a big thing i saw eastward now that game a long time i mean i, I, I played the demo for a while it. you played the demo it's like yeah. the earthbound ish yes. one and it was a great trailer yeah you should watch the trailer if you haven't yeah um i've been stoked for that it's been on my radar since i played the demo mm-hmm. last year um so I, i'm definitely looking forward to that that's i think they got a date it's in september Oh, um, I'll have Dan double check my work on that, but <clears throat> September sixteenth. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah, so excited for that one as well. That that whole basically from the time twelve minutes comes out August nineteenth. Oh god, let's go until like mid September. I have like ten games that I need to play. It's That's like insane. insane. That's insane. And some of them are big games. Death Loops in there. A freaking uh, Psychonauts aware? two is in there. Psychonauts <laughs> like, two. It, we're we're going to be hitting a, a lot of big games. My here. credit card will be. Listen, <laughs> Game Pass, buddy. Well, thank you, Dan. Twelve minutes, oh. Psychonauts. That's on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh yeah. No way. Yeah. Hell thank you for yeah. lending me your game Xbox. <laughs> My game console. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's you know again that was top of my head indie world from earlier today that was not i didn't have anything written down so if i missed something i apologize mm-hmm. but that's kind of where where i'm at with it all right interesting all right um I, so i just realized when i don't know how to segue i just say interesting and that's like how i like put the the point on it and say interesting moving on <laughs> um last but not least uh, story beat um so they're making a Sonic sequel, and Knuckles will be in it, played by Idris Elba. Absolutely love this. That's pretty cool. Absolutely love this. People have been saying for years that Knuckles is black, and this just proves them right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's been saying it. <laughs> well, there you go. I love this casting, and the way that he announced it was so freaking funny. He just posts an image of like Knuckles' fist, and he said something like... Uh, Knock, we, knock. He, yeah knock knock that's what it was <laughs> it's just so like that's cool Idris Elba is really the best yeah he really is he's, he's awesome. awesome so we love you he's Idris so awesome. please come join the show one of these days did you guys watch Suicide Squad no I did what do you think I, I enjoyed it I thought I, it was I mean I it, was it was very good. very had so much I mean I don't want to call it Guardian DNA because it, it is, was James though. Gunn's DNA you know it like is. that's his style you know it had a, a lot of that but I enjoyed it was it better than the original it was a totally yeah. different movie. That's true. I, that's true. Most, most things are literally not in the same category. This oh. was Guardians of the Galaxy. If it was allowed to be extremely violent and curse a lot, all right. That's yeah, what it was. yeah. Very that's cool. It, and it just was in it, so. yeah. And it's a great cast. And El- 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 Oh yeah. Oh how's, yeah. How's Polka Dot Man? Fantastic. Yeah. Probably my favorite character. It's so good. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm in. Um, it, it was a good well, movie. It's like a fun flick. Like nothing to write home about. But I had fun with it. 
cool but very cool and yeah. uh and yeah so i'm excited about that game that they got coming out i know uh, me too whenever that does especially come out. after uh, falling in love with king shark and the oh the yeah movie. amazing i feel so bad for him at some parts and then you're I just know. like all right he's he's gonna be all right he's pretty good <laughs> um i just want to add one more thing because we've been talking about all these showcases and it's it's not noteworthy because it's it's a game within a game but DreamsCon has yes. gone off since and oh. I, I'm, I'm telling Tell you right now they announced a lock sequel oh no they didn't <laughs> trust me i would have that would have been my first news beat but just go on like uh media molecules youtube page and look at all of the games that they're just showcase they literally release trailers for dreams games and some of them are just mind-blowing that people have created these and Media Molecule themselves have created another in-game game, and uh, it's called like a Bat's Tale or something, and it looks incredible. It looks like any normal 3D like platformer, but it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm just like I said, I think I said last year when I talked about it that Dreams is only going to get better with the more content created inside of it, mm-hmm. and it, it it's living up to that. Um, and DreamsCon 21, freaking banger of a showcase. That's awesome. Thanks, Joe. Oh, yeah. Very cool. I think that about does it, gentlemen, with our news beats. <laughs> so I'm going to end it by saying, that was an interesting uh, bunch of news beats. <laughs> now it's time. Let's duke it out and talk about our July game of the month. Now, I haven't played any of these games, so I'm just going to sit back <laughs> and enjoy. Uh, all right. So the nominees that we put forth are Death's Door... The Forgotten City, Pokemon Unite, and The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. So obviously, Shelby, you played uh, what a half hour of Pokemon Unite, and yeah, then my, my vote immediately a, a ton death of Death's Door, door obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, by uh, process of elimination here for me. And for me, even with how much I like The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, Pokemon Unite, and The Forgotten City, Death's Door is head and shoulders above them. So this will be a pretty easy one. Death's Door is the best game that came out in July this year. Oh, that was quick. Uh, I, yeah, I really like The Forgotten City. I really like Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, and Pokemon Unite is a really cool game that I still am returning to. So those are awesome games, but... Like I said, Death's Door is the currently top five game for me, which is really saying something. Holy smokes. Well, <laughs> that was easy. All right, Death's Door. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Now it's time for us to talk about our Game Pass game of the show, where we talk about how great Game Pass is and why you should uh, subscribe to it because of all these amazing as games. It, I was going to say, as if we have a Microsoft. Like- we could. <laughs> so I'm actually going to go first. I'm going to talk because I was having a hard time picking. There's a lot of games that are incredible, but I've already picked on there. So I'm going to talk about Peggle for just a little bit. Um, has anybody here played Peggle? Love Peggle. Peggle's so good. It reminds me. Shelby, you play Peggle? No, sir. All right. It is just a purely fun puzzle-ish sort of game. You know, like, uh, what's that game in The Price is Right? Plinko. Plinko. <laughs> what is it plinko it's yeah. plinko yeah that's exactly what it reminds me of you, you kind of yeah. you have these pegs so you have all these different levels and you have these pegs and some pegs you need to you know hit a few times and you drop this ball from the top of the screen and you can kind of direct where it goes and you have to kind of direct it where it hits certain of these pegs 
in order to get points, and then you end up having to kind of, you know, direct it into certain holes on the bottom of. Do the... you know? Do you know like breakout, like brick breakers, Shelby? Yeah. Where you have the paddle at the bottom. So instead of having a paddle at the bottom and you're bouncing a ball back, you're shooting a ball in the air and it's hitting them on top. Oh, all right. And so you're aiming to try to knock all these pegs out. So it's bouncing between the pegs. You can do like, you know, long shots where if you hit it on just this right angle, it shoots across and hits this other one in the corner. So are you trying to like get certain pegs or every peg? It depends on the level. It's, it's basically each level oh, is like its okay. own challenge. Yeah. Dan, gotcha. you described that much better. I was I was struggling. And, <laughs> I had a billion. I was struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a hard time. I was like, I love this game. I don't know how to talk about it. <laughs> it the cool thing though is they do like uh, like they have like I don't know if it's just in Peggle Two. You could correct me, but they have like each character has like special abilities. So like oh the unicorn, the main character has like this rainbow shot where it'll like plow through pegs like on a straight shot or something you know what i mean like and then this like beaver has this huge chain shot that like hits a throws a bunch of multi balls and stuff like that so it's just like a neat game it's in the same vein of like a tetris or a you know bejeweled or something like that where it's just like a great puzzle game to just sit and yeah there's no like real story or whatever it's like it's like you ever play pachinko it's like that Pachinko. You like Pachinko, you like Peggle. Pachinko, listen. Pachinko, Plinko, and Peggle. <laughs> <laughs> listen, you go to you go to Japan, go to the Pachinko parlors. Yeah, it's huge over <laughs> you there. You get your kneecaps broken if you're not careful. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my uh, Game Pass game of the show. Dan, thanks for uh, pulling me out of the water on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was getting lost. I was like in the weeds. I was like, uh, what am I saying? I, I saw you drown and I lend a hand. Thanks, buddy. All right, that's my game test game of the show. <laughs> I need to go home. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, my my game test game of the show is Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Uh, I don't know how much we talked about this game. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, did this game come out the year that we first? 2017, baby. Yeah, so I remember we talked about it then. I think, if I recall, it just barely missed my top ten uh, that year. Uh, but it is a fantastic game, and I think playing it in VR is the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Wow. Uh, and if you can stomach it, I think it's the best horror experience you can have is playing Resident Evil 7 in VR because it really adds so much to that experience. And, I mean, the game itself... That first area with the mansion, I think, is top tier Resident Evil. Like, absolutely, I put it toe to toe with any of the games. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely gets weaker as it goes along, um, but I think overall it's a very good game, and you know, definitely worthy of being on our Game Pass games of the show. Very nice, very nice. All right, so uh, last but not least on the Game Pass game, um, <clears throat> I chose Sunset Overdrive. The love child of Infamous and Insomniac, basically. Uh, Insomniac, as for the first time ever, they they chose to go with an Xbox exclusive, which was part of the reason I decided to buy an Xbox One at the time. Um, but they left some of the side projects they were doing, and they made Sunset Overdrive. And basically, if you take the Ratchet and Clank mechanic of grinding on rails, they chose that as a main traversal 
thing in this small little city. And it's just the most absurd game with crazy... I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, I think soda mm-hmm. infected people, you know? It's it like is. if Last of Us was just absolutely chaotic in uh with with just as much fun with weapons as Ratchet and Clank is and and just nonstop rail grinding and uh and fast paced traversal and shooting and stuff. It's just it's an absolute blast and I think it's an underrated Xbox game personally. But um but yeah, Sunset Overdrive is my uh my game pass game of the show. Sunset Overdrive is such a it's a really cool game. And it has a lot of good stuff going for it. I don't know why it never grabbed me, but uh, I, uh, you know, the people that love it really, really love it. It's it's a really good game. Very nice, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for our fantasy check-in. So, Axiom Verge Two just came out today. There's only been nine uh, reviews on Open Critic. It's at an 82. I forget who. Uh... That was me. All right, Dan. What'd you give it? What'd I had you... it at an 85. All I'm right. still optimistic. There's time that I could get there. There's um, time. So we'll see. I mean, nine reviews is is very low for a game of this note. Mm-hmm. So I expect you know in a week's time, which is how we've been doing it, we'll we'll be up to you know 20, 30. Right. And and we'll have a better idea of the consensus. Um, unfortunately for me, Ghostwire Tokyo was pushed, and unfortunately for Shelby, Horizon Forbidden West was pushed. So, boo! Yeah, no, <laughs> no good for us, but we're good for Dan, and we're happy for you, Dan. Yeah, we'll see where where it ends up. That's it, gentlemen. I think that about does it. Unless anybody has anything else they want to add. I think that's it, buddy. Well, Dan, thank you so much for having me. And joining me today. Thank you, Dan. Shelby, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I want to thank Ralph again for the PS5. I want to thank everybody for listening. And until next time, peace, love, justice, and bread and butter. Peace. Ganicorn. Hey everyone, thanks so much for watching and or listening. Just here to remind you that you can find us by searching for Circleback Podcasts or Circleback Gaming on any of these podcast services. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, or Stitcher. By God, I'm out of breath because of all these podcast services, but you can find us anywhere there. Also, you can find us, our video version, on YouTube by searching Circleback Podcasts or Circleback Gaming uh, and the rest of the videos we do. Thanks, guys.